two KG Sports Minds have created a podcast to answer one very important question. What's the spread? Now, here are your boys, Brad Thomas and Miles Markowitz. The college football regular season is over. It's time to get into the good stuff. Miles, the Bulls are here. And you remember last year, I swear to God, I felt like we bet on every game. We watched every game. We went to as many that we possibly could that were in Orlando. And we're going to do it again this year. Uh, but first, we are going to get into how we did last week, and we're going to cover some NFL games in this episode. And yes. then uh, you can head on over in your podcast feed, and you can check out the Bull Mania. Yes. That we're going to do it for you. Absolutely. Uh, so let's get into it here. Uh, we did a lot. We, we did all the comp darting with Georgia. They were 13.5-point favorites. They did not cover. So you and I both won because we actually took Georgia on the spread there. Yeah, and it was hard for me not to root for Alabama spread-wise. But, I mean, I knew it was a difficult game ahead of us. Two years in a row we played Georgia. Two years in a row they don't prepare for the backup quarterback. And guess what? Two years in a row we defeat Georgia. Moving on here. Uh, one more where we got burned. Memphis and UCF. UCF, they were three-point favorites. We bet against UCF for the first time on this podcast. Yeah. We learned our lesson. And we learned our lesson. <laughs> wow. What a game. What a game. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, they were eight-point favorites. I went with the Longhorns. You went with the Sooners. It was a great game, uh, but that was a win for you there. Oklahoma covers 39-27, including a safety in the fourth quarter. Yes, you had an ultimate bad beat. Like, yeah. You probably bet the right bet. I well, bet the wrong one that a bad it, beat it, happened. Just knocked out my water bottle. <laughs> Not to mention, I had uh, the line. Uh, I think I bought a point because it moved up, so I had it at 10.5. So the safety was literally the difference. Oh, my God. That sucks. Northwestern Ohio State, my Buckeyes took care of business. They were 14.5-point favorites. Thank Never you. a doubt. A win for both of us, 45-24. Uh, the MAC Championship game. Talk about a bad beat, Brad. 19 straight. What was it? No, 20 straight points they scored to win the game. Buffalo was covering the four-point spread the entire game. Uh, we both took Buffalo. They end up losing to Northern Illinois 30-29, to so that's a loss for both of us. The Pac-12 championship game was one for the books. If you're like me and you love low-scoring defensive matchups, <laughs> Washington wins 10-3. to A win for both of us. Easy cover for the yeah, Huskies. Yeah, the only touchdown in the game was a defensive touchdown. Uh, the Sun Belt championship game, Appalachian State, the powerhouse of the Sun Belt. They were 16.5-point favorites against Louisiana. Uh, you went with uh, Louisiana there, so that yes. was a win for you. I, I, I rode App State. A loss for me. They win the game 30-19, to 19, so they fail to cover. That was a fun game to watch. Yeah, it was. UAB Middle Tennessee in the Conference USA. Great story here. I like that we both went with UAB on the road, plus one and a half, and they win the game 27-25. Exciting. Very exciting. And then how about this one? The Blizzard Bowl in the snow for the Mountain West title. Fresno State, Boise State. Great low-scoring defensive battle. Goes to overtime. Fresno State pulls it out on the road 19-16. to 16. You and I both went with Boise State, which Crazy. was not a bad bet. The line even moved to one. I got it at one when the, uh, for the final. I was like, oh, one? All you got to do is win? Wow. And then to cap off the bowl, or I'm sorry, the championship games, Clemson and Pittsburgh. Clemson comes in as 28-point favorites. They cover the spread 42-10. to 10. I rode uh, Clemson there. You took Pittsburgh, so that was a win for me, a loss for you. Push on the overhead, too. I know I talked about the over. That was a push, so that's not too bad. Whatever. And uh, overall, you uh, come in, I believe you were 6-5. and five. I'll take that. Uh, so that's pretty good. And uh, I think I was 5-6. and six. So pretty even there. Uh, moving into the NFL here, the Chargers and the Steelers on Sunday night. Great football game, by the way. The Steelers, Steelers. three-point favorites. They lose the game. Covering all game. So the Chargers come back and win it 33-30. What a joke. That's a loss for both of us. But you know what? Yes. I'm never going to feel bad about betting on Pittsburgh at home on a primetime game. Vikings, Patriots. How is it, Brad, that it seems like whenever you and I pick the Patriots, it always seems to work out for yes. us? Yes. 
Minus five and a half. Never bet against the Patriots at home. They win the game 24 to 10. Easy cover. Uh, moving on here. It was a little trickier. The Rams and the Lions. Screw this game. <laughs> Screw this game as a betting man. Screw this game. The, the Lions are covering in this entire game. Even in the end, when they have garbage time, they're still covering. They let up a score. They score again. Now they're in the red zone to, to cover again. All they can do is touchdown. Like they just let up a late score. They get stopped. Fine. It's okay. They're still covering. They're on their, they were on their 40-yard line. Todd Gurley busts it all the way down to the one-yard line. Almost threw the remote. It seems that like he had a plan there. Because that's the second time he's done that this season. Yeah, he's got to be playing. His bookie's probably like, boy, you better cover. <laughs> so I understand why you're upset. Uh, you took Detroit plus 10 there. Uh, they should have covered. Um, the Rams uh, do cover the 10-point spread. Wow. All right, the Colts and the Jaguars. Boring. Stumper of the weekend. The Jags win 6 to nothing. The Colts were five-point favorites. You and I both took the Colts. I thought you would have been a madman if you didn't take Indi- Indianapolis. Uh, so that's a loss for both of us. Didn't score a point. And it's not Andrew Luck's fault. And it's not, don't give me that Jacksonville defense garbage. The receivers just kept dropping wide open passes. You can't win like that. So it was a wild week of betting. Always want to update you guys on uh, how we did. Stay true to our bets. Let's go ahead and get into the NFL games this weekend, which uh, are, we got some pretty good matchups here. Yes, this first one I just wanted to bring up is the butt fumble game. We have <laughs> the New York Giants giving three and a half points to the Washington Redskins. Miles. This should be one of the easier bets of the game of the of the season. Um, why I say that is because the Giants are coming in this hot. Um, winners uh, at San Francisco, Tampa Bay. They lost at Philly, a game they gave away, but beat the beat the Bears in overtime. They're coming in four one and one against the spread in their last six games. Five and zero against the spread in their last five road games. You said it all. Every trend's going to tell you to pick the Giants, and also my heart and my head's going to tell me to pick the Giants here minus three and a half, even on the road. Because first of all, the Giants look like the better team right now. Yes. Washington, they're sticking with their third string quarterback. Here. I would, I would even consider taking this line all the way up to Alex Smith. Um, I mean, this team has not been a historically good team against the Giants. Eight and seventeen in their last twenty-five um, straight up versus the Giants. But let's go. Let's just go ahead and talk talk about the tail of the tape. We have Mark Sanchez, a quarterback coming in with a fifty-six point seven percent completion rate, eighty-six touchdowns, eighty-seven interceptions, Ouch. fifty-two fumbles. That's so many turnovers. I wouldn't be surprised if he had three turnovers in this game. Wait, his last game. 13 for 21. Respectable. 100 yards, one interception, one fumble, zero touchdowns. So we're in greens there. Yes. All right, Giants minus three and a half. Let's go ahead and move on to the big game of the week. The LA Rams minus three and a half at the Chicago Bears. We have the Bears that are in the top five in six defensive categories. God. And we have the Rams that are in the top five in six offensive categories. Uh, a great matchup. And, and a chance here for Chicago to prove that, they're, that they should be in the conversation. I think it's big that they're at home. Big. They haven't lost at home. Right. And I like the Bears at home. Their trends are good at home. Their statistics are good at home. Trubisky's coming back. Trubisky's coming back. So, obviously, it's different if he's somehow a, uh, a last-minute scratch. But as long as Trubisky is coming back and the Bears are full strength, I'm going with the Bears at home plus three and a half. I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams minus three and a half. You're not going to let the Rams burn you two weeks in a row. No, I'm not. I learned my lesson. This is only three and a half points. We have Todd Gurley coming in with 19 total touchdowns. Jared Goff playing great with 27 touchdowns, only seven interceptions. This offense is electric. I think they have just the right kind of offense and the the mastermind at offensive – 
the mastermind calling the plays to defeat or at least do enough to beat this Chicago defense. Like it's not their offensive line's good, but they're not going to be sitting here calling the same old play, same old play. Sean McVay is going to adapt. And you are I bet you he's had this game circled on his calendar the second that Chicago traded for Khalil Mack. He has something up his sleeve and I I guarantee they will cover this game. Well, here's the thing: on the other, you're guaranteeing it on the on the other side of the ball. Chicago is clicking on offense, and they were even playing pretty well without Trubisky. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Tariq Cohen has been a monster. I just season. yo and in the group chat in the group on the page, someone asked who should they start, and they were rattling oh, off that. names while Tariq Cohen is just sitting on their bench. I mean, they're talking about Samuel from freaking Pittsburgh. You like start Cohen every time. you start Cohen every single time, but that's neither here nor there. The Rams. Have not been doing well covering, but I think if they win this game, it'll be by more than three three points. So I'm I'm, I'm fine with them being one three and one in their last five against the spread. And the Bears are five and one against the spread at home. So at this point, you really just have to decide as a better. Am I going with the trends or do I go with the better team? Because I, I think there's no doubt the LA Rams are the better team. And I want to take one step back. Um, mm-hmm. The Bears are not undefeated at home, so I got that incorrect. Uh, I forgot they lost to the Patriots um, by like a touchdown or something. So their only loss is yeah. to, to a really good team. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so we're in, in uh, disagreements there. Let's go ahead and move on to the Vikings and the Seahawks. The Seahawks are at home. They are three-point favorites. You know, they picked a really, really bad time to come in and play the Seattle Seahawks because Russell Wilson is playing some football. Russell Wilson completed, what was it, uh, six, uh, three touchdown passes with only six completions. Uh, to start the game, last last game, uh, total of four. Game before that, 339 yards, uh, 71% uh, completion, two touchdowns. Game before that, 225 yards, two touchdowns. This team's been able to run the ball. Chris Carson will be back after he dislocated his finger last game. I like the Seahawks to cover here. The Seahawks are really good at covering at home, and they've been really good at covering this season, 7-3-2 and two against the spread. Seahawks all the way. They're they're, all gonna, the they're, way. they're they're one of my favorite teams to bet on. Russell Wilson, my boy, is spinning the ball right now. Yeah, spinning it, and I feel like the Seahawks need to be seriously considered here as as we move towards the playoffs as a, as a tough they're out creeping up in the NFC. Uh, so only a three point spread at home. Uh, Minnesota really doesn't concern me on the road. No, they're so, terrible on the road. Uh, well, they're two, four, and one. Their last seven on the road. That's straight up and against the spread. I'm just not sold on Kirk Cousins, and it's kind of it's kind of panning itself out. Like he's a middle of the road quarterback. He puts up big numbers, but ultimately he's still a middle of the road quarterback. He said that he did the same thing in Washington. And this Minnesota defense this year is not the defense that we saw last year. It's no. a little bit of a different team. So no. uh, this Seattle pick was pretty easy for me. What are we ending with? We're gonna end with oh my god. This the, is the one I'm, I'm so I, I excited for. The Philadelphia Eagles. At the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are three and a half point favorite. This could very well decide the NFC East. I do not know how excited you guys are, but I am very excited. We have the Eagles coming in at six and six and the Cowboys at seven and five. This game for me is a heartbreak. Why? Why? Because I have money on the Cowboys to win eight or more games, and I have money on the Eagles to win the division. One of them is going to happen, and I will break even. At the beginning of the season, this is what I would hope it would come down to late in the season. Yeah. Not saying this decides it, but this pretty much gives one team or the other the leg up. Yeah. But certainly give Dallas the go-ahead for the division. Uh, exciting that they're at home. Three and a half point favorites. But here's the thing. The Eagles have really impressed me over the last couple of weeks. 
Brad, like out of nowhere because I counted them out. Yeah, I did too. And especially on Monday night, I know it was against Washington, whatever. They lost Smith, whatever. It's They're still playing really good football right now, and they're actually leading the NFL in time of possession, which when you're playing a team like the Cowboys, that's kind of you're trying to beat them at their own game. Yeah. Now, I think on that Sunday, uh, that Sunday night game in Philly against the Cowboys, the Dallas definitely took them by surprise. It, it shocked them. They were not ready for that game. Yeah. I think that this game will have a lot different outcome. Throw out a lot of these trends here. Um, the the three and eight against the spread in their last eleven. Uh, they're one and four against the spread in their last five NFC games. Dallas is four and zero oh against the spread in their last four NFC games. I'm going with the Eagles here because Peterson knows this is his opportunity. You lose this game, you are out of the playoffs. And also to boot, I'm also picking the Eagles plus three and a half. I I, I thought about this a lot. I wanted to take the Cowboys. I usually do on this show. I, I, I usually feel pretty home. good, uh, especially at home. I think the Cowboys win this game, but it won't be by four or more no. points. No, like they so will have. If they win this game, they will have be a to grind. be gritted. Like you know, it's going to be a gritty, gritty game. So I can guarantee this is going to be a close game because of how tough the Eagles are playing and because of how well they do with time possession. So I, I think that plus three and a half is the way to go. I will give you a good trend for us: the visiting team. In this matchup, the last 14 matchups, 11-3 and three against the spread. Very good. I like that. And you know what? They got Darren Sproles back. Give him another game to get his legs up underneath them. And I'm telling you, watch out for the Eagles right now. They're, they're Jordan Matthews the scored a touchdown. Yeah, but the Cowboys are Golden also Tate very good. scored his first touchdown for the Eagles. That, yeah, and that Redskins defense not bad. So, you know, it, it, is it all coming together for them? It, it very well might be. If they can come into Dallas and get a big win here. Uh, it's going to say a lot about uh, where the season is headed. So, absolutely, guys. Want to thank you so much for uh, you know listening to the podcast and you know just being great fans. Thank you so much. Go to the website www.whatsthespread.net. Look for us on Twitter at what's the spread underscore because we like to make things difficult, as someone once said. Thank you. Good luck betting.